You're tuned in to KEPW LP 97.3 FM in Eugene, Oregon. PeaceWorks Independent Community Radio, also streaming online at KEPW.org. Now we gather here on the universe at this time, this particular time, to listen to the 36 black notes of the piano. There's 36 black notes and 52 white notes. We don't mean to eliminate nothing, but we're going to just hear the black notes at this time, if you don't mind. You're listening to Black Girl from Eugene with Aisha. stuff is that i am anti-trump af like i want to make sure that people we don't get it confused there's a huge line huge line yeah like i don't I, it's you're either here or you're here yeah let's be real clear about that because that's like, oh you can't be mean to people who are, have different political views that's not now for me for me though it's very clear like you are either what on did one you side do? Or you What's are not. New? And I don't have any time to discuss that. <laughs> Especially with someone I'm trying to, like, hang out with in an intimate fashion. Sure, yeah. This could be a person for you. This could be a person. We need to be here. So, how do you address that? Do you? How do you go about doing it? You know, I... What did you do? I use my open-ended question. The reason why this is... Surely... Hilarious something is uh, as the mammals, that, reptiles, you, that you're actually like, um, I'm working and that's my work face. Yeah. I, I use open-ended questions in my work world. And so I now have to work in my dating life. Yes. Yes. So that's hilarious. <laughs> that, so you're using, uh, you're using your work like skills skills to interview people yeah. yeah yeah but they're good skills i mean i'm not trying to manipulate or anything it's more like tell me about your thoughts on this or let's talk about this and it'll lead into a conversation kind of like the conversations you and i have where it starts with one topic you get an answer what are your thoughts on you know gay marriage what are your thoughts on love as a whole mm-hmm. um and i i think it opens opportunities for people to express their thoughts, their values, their morals, their beliefs. And pretty quickly, you can determine where somebody's at. If they are um, more accepting, open-minded, and are aware of social justices and injustices. Right. Um, and so with with laying out where your political beliefs lie, I, I don't want to completely stereotype, but at the same time... There's a huge, um, very blatant, unfortunate uh, individual who happens to be in leadership in our country. I'm trying to be <laughs> so PC. To be so right about, don't be PC. Well, okay. I mean, just don't cuss, but you're fine. You're good. <laughs> See, I'm worried about that. I'm super worried about that. that that's going to happen. And no. that's why I'm like, Ugh. Oh, but no, um, we have a blatant uh, racist, yeah. homophobic um, just absolute, oh, I have so many thoughts and so I'm, it's hard. Okay. So you, so clearly your date, you, you're willing and able and, and probably always like have dated other people of uh, different races, ethnicity groups, uh, backgrounds. Is that yeah. accurate? Okay. So being the fact that you have this president in office, it makes it difficult. Do you have, do you see that it's difficult for people of color, men of color to approach you or do, is it more that it's, it hasn't made any issues at all for that or? I'm what, awkward what is- AF. So <laughs> I, this is actually one of my things is I'm going to try and make eye contact more with people. This is my new big thing and we'll go okay. into this. But, yeah. um, so when I, when I get approached, it's like never or I'm not paying attention to it because I'm so awkward and shy in person. Right. On the phone, now on the radio, like, in other forms, in my job, I'm really confident. But yeah. when it comes to dating and all of this, ooh, no. <laughs> really? I'm super awkward. So I don't, I'm not attentive and I'm not aware, I guess is the best thing. What okay. about you though? Um, do I, yeah, girl, like always, like it's, it, to me right now, the issue, the issue for me is that 
we, <laughs> that we, um, I actually find the fact that dating in this, this climate period is really hard, um, because I, I, I'm not negotiable. I, I literally am not negotiable with it at all. So when someone wants to talk to me about it, I, I'm almost offended. And it's because I'm like, I don't, I'm not going to talk to you about genocide like it's conversational. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. so the people who do want to approach me, I don't know how they see me. And I don't know what they're in, like, what is your intention when we have to discuss this like genocidal children in cages, brown folks being killed, police brutality, Black Lives Matter, and you want to discuss why it doesn't. What do you see in me? Do you not see my whole community and my culture? Like we talked about that um, last week. And so it's offensive to me. So when people, and I take it so personally because it's like those atrocities in my community have directly affected me. And how could that, how could you not see that as another individual coming to talk to you Come, about that? How could you not know that that's. Yeah. But it's a thing. Offensive. Like, it's offensive. Right. And so anyway, yeah, girl, I don't date. Like that's why. <laughs> See, that's an interesting perspective, though, and I haven't, I haven't heard that. Like, people don't approach me. They see anti-AF here in Eugene, Oregon, and they're like, Aunt Skip. I've actually had people. Really? Yeah, girl. I've had people. Um, I would not have honestly thought that. They, they in attack Eugene. me in my, in my no, DM. Girl, no. People are like, let me slide into your DM. I don't like when people slide into my DM because it's mean. <laughs> <laughs> people say mean things they're like oh you don't oh you must want to steal my guns and blah blah like i i wish i could like seriously it in right now so and like pull it up online so you could read some of the stuff i've gotten because i have all right we need to talk about this a little bit more because oh <laughs> it's like oh oh yeah, yeah it's oh a lot. no I, I don't but you know what i don't even take it to heart because i'm like Thank goodness you're showing up in my DM. So let me take a like let me take a screenshot of your picture. Like <laughs> your resilience is extremely high, and I'd like to honor that right now because oh. no, to have that and have people come at you like that is not okay. That's harassment. That's absolute like abuse, it's and abuse, that's not yeah. okay. Yeah, you I shouldn't think... have to deal with that, especially when you're trying to just date something that's not like you know your hierarchy of need. This is like up on your pyramid, but <laughs> the hierarchy of need. Yeah, the dating yeah. Is up there. yeah. That should well, not be something. Maybe. Partnership. Yes. Ooh, I like that. Can we do dating? Does suck. Yeah. So partnership. You know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wish oh, people honey. were just not mean. I wish that you could understand. <laughs> I that wish our day in life as a black woman in Eugene is kind of like this. Yeah, and it's not where I hold. I don't even hold it as a cross. And I'm not. I don't want to speak for every black woman from Eugene or in Eugene, but. We learn at a very young age that resilience is, is our, like, is a part of our day. Like, this is something, and I appreciate you even recognizing that. Um, but that is a part of my, that's a part of the armor. You know how we were talking, we walk outside and we mm -hmm. have this armor that is there, you know? Um, and I'm sure there's things in your life that you automatically have an armor that allows you resi resilience to get through that stuff, right? Yes. So, yeah. I do. You know? And so that's unfortunately having, being a minority in a city like Eugene with, with a very small amount of community, that's a part of our armor is that resilience of ignorance. Ignorance comes bouncing off me daily, girl. <laughs> Just boop, 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 boop. It's coming out. It's coming at me. 110, 15, 25,000 <laughs> percent. So it's and I appreciate that thought, but that's the truth. And I think um, a lot of that going back to like the dating thing, I think a lot of people um, not I'm not and I say a lot, you guys just seriously be with me it's so super general but like a lot of this is like um that angry black woman thing people don't understand that when you don't when you're not around black folks and you're not around the community you don't actually understand what it means when i'm standing straight up and when I'm, my face is is like contemplative and my eyes are directed and my my walk is strong it's like i'm coming from a place of, of like you said, of harassment on a daily basis. And oppression. And, and you have to stand strong. Man, we did, we learned that and we learned that at five years old. Like you put your head up, your hair is done. Your face is, clothes are clean. You, you go outside, you look like this. Like you go outside, you stand up tall, you put your shoulders back, you put your head high and you walk it. And we learn, I'm teaching, uh, you know, but it's true though, but I'm teaching that to my grandson 
now and he's two. Like, you know, I'm he's looking at him. He's adorable, by the way. <laughs> he's the cutest but, of a bunch. So that comes into dating. Like, people see me and they're like, oh, she's intimidating. She's, she's, it's not confidence. It's intimidation. Like, what? I, I got see, all these See, let's talk me. about that. The intimidation versus confidence. Where does that line lie? Because the fact is, is when you're confident, you're confident. Intimidation is whatever the other person is feeling. That's their own insecurity. Exactly. Because... To me, you are strong. You are wonderful. You have nothing but positive vibes. You too. You too. (laughs) And so if somebody's feeling intimidated by that, that's them absorbing that and taking it however they need to. That has nothing to do with you. Absolutely. But how thinking about it when going back onto your space, think about it. How many men and you're a strong woman, you you know what you want. You're going for what you want. Most days. Most days. (laughs) Yes. Let's be real. Yes. Well, from Tuesday to Thursday, I'm <laughs> super good at it. Depending on what time of the month it is, you know? I want something a little different. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. It's so true. That's though. not right. But it's, no, it's the, it is right, girl. It's the truth. It this is, is what the this truth. show is about. It's about live truth, right? Like, this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So, okay. True story, right? It, Tell it, me. It, it's true. No, it's the true story. Oh. Like you, we, <laughs> we're strong and we're good, but we know what our goals are. We're out here doing our thing. We're single. We're women. We take care of our, we take care of our, our lives. We're, we're fixing our houses. We're buying our food. We buy. Doing all it pretty, ourselves. We're doing, doing it, it ourselves. ourselves. It's like totally. And not putting up with. Right. With the other. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the thing. I we're saying that I'm asking, like, honestly, with that idea that you're like pretty self-sufficient, you know, this is not a need, you mm-hmm. know, um, this is a want, a strong want. Right. So where, do, where does that come across for you when the emotional intelligence that you were just talking about, where I'm saying these boys who are approaching me cannot take, can't take the strength of, of what it, it what it means to just be me. And so you're right. Those men, those aren't men. They're boys are not until they have not actually developed in their emotional awareness they have not uh, their cognitive um they have a heavy sense of cognitive dissonance it's like all of that's there so they're not mature right so for yours in your situation when you're approaching these people like what is the what's the hang up between the connection i think for me i haven't actually tried to make in-person connections and that's the problem oh. because i've relied on online and online if anybody has ever online dated, you have an inkling to this and you probably are like, ooh, yeah. Uh, it is a whole different world. And when I say whole different world, I'm talking, you know, swipe this, swipe that. You hear that stuff. But you become so desensitized and your ideals become this almost fairy tale ideal because mm-hmm. what people are showing you and what they're posting on any kind of social media, like, I went off social media for, I don't know, a month, and then I came back on and I posted all my Hawaii pictures. Like, that's not my life. I don't live in Hawaii all the time glamorously. (laughs) But, like, my day-to-day is pretty boring. Like, my dog's cool, but that's, I mean, I don't document all those things. So, online online profiles, from what I've gathered, you're trying to sell your best self. And so, it becomes this really odd market, and you all of a sudden are like, well, I want the best quality product out and so it's it's totally distorted i find myself getting hung up on it and i'm like no yes no and i don't like who i am when i'm on any online dating site i've learned this and this is something that i've chosen to be like nope don't want to be on that site anymore so i don't do online dating but what i have found is when things happen more organically when i'm out in public with people you can catch their vibe you can see who they are you can get a sense of what they're bringing to the table, yeah. what they're out there doing in the community, how they're doing it. Um, right. And you don't get any of that online. And I don't remember where this is going. I totally <laughs> went on a big tangent. No, you did not. <laughs> <laughs> but I think... No, I'm, I think it's true because the, the online dating is a is a kind... It can be a farce. It, can, it, um, oh, it totally is. Yeah, yeah. But it true. also breeds uh, an unhealthy and... Um, deceptive form of confidence mm-hmm. and vice versa so i have more confidence online oh, approaching dude, than i do okay. in person okay. i'm super awkward and shy in person and so i probably have a, a resting bee face and it's not <laughs> it's mostly because i'm like oh i'm so awkward but um if somebody came up to me and was like hey i'd be like hi 
and probably just like that, really excited. Um, but online, and I've seen this, and this is kind of touching back with what you're saying and people in your DMs. People, okay, I hurt myself on Reddit once. I made a comment, and, uh, or no, I made a post about a relationshipy type of thing, and people were mean. People, wow. I'm not saying everyone is, but... There are a lot of people that are really mean or rude online and they have no problem hiding behind that that barrier. Yeah. They and came so, out and they would not have done that in, in actual like I don't come out of people in person. Right, right, right. I didn't come out at anybody online, but um it, it seems to be easier that way. And that that's harsh. That's mean. And so who wants to go online if you're just gonna be bombarded with hate or ugly like nobody wants that it's true it's true and so so here it is 2019 dating online is a thing so it's a bad thing it's a bad thing but it is (laughs) (laughs) so let's be done have you tried to i don't can we stop you guys yeah can we just say hello in person please have you been approached by by someone in person okay last night is kind of funny so i i happened to i happened to drive people for money legitimately <laughs> i'm not gonna say i do too yeah. Wait, i don't know that we can say the company i don't wanna i don't okay don't yeah. i don't no, wanna they did not pay us right no exactly exactly okay you so. give me money maybe i'll say it <laughs> um so uh it's it's fun for me because the work in which we do or the work that we so is is it's a complete 180 so in this in this in this life, in this line of work, I get to actually talk to people on a social level. People are going out. They're having fun. Yeah. And so this individual I talked to last night, um, it was the individual and a friend, and they were going out to, you know, have some more fun. And we were talking, and um, I can't say they were hitting on me because, I, again, I am not super bright in that realm. <laughs> but at the end of it, they were like, so what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm driving. And, uh, you know, I didn't really have a great response for that. But <laughs> um, so, tell me this. Okay, so tell me this. Are you thinking that, like, in this dating world uh, at this age, and we're like, we were just talking about, we're both above 35, because oh, I think that that matters. 38. I'm 38. Okay, you're 38. I'm, I'm 38. 42. We're youngins. You're, right? We're babe babes in this. <laughs> so, um, so I'm thinking that, like, First of all, we say that because it is different. The two, just it our totally generational is. line is really strong in this dating, this difference in dating. Um, and so, what you want and where you're at yes. in life. Well, I mean, okay, yes, we got, we got an experience, question. lots of experience up to this point. So. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of, a lot of experience up to this point. That's a yeah. big deal too, because that does definitely shape the way. Oh, things absolutely. Are be moving forward. You know right. what you want even more, right? Absolutely. Like yeah. I'm not, and and the thing about it is that, like, let's recognize the fact that what we've wanted has changed as we've grown and we've become more inte- emotionally intelligent, and the experiences that we've had has shaped us. People who can go through these experiences early in life, and you, girl, what I believed at 22 was like all my whole world, and now yeah. I look back mm-hmm. to it, and I'm going, poor pitiful girl, <laughs> 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 poor pitiful you, like you know. But I, I tried, I tried, you know, yeah. and it was very genuinely trying, but. That, but like back to the resilience with uh, both of us, we learn from our experiences mm-hmm. and then if we, then we can grow, right? Oh, absolutely. Hopefully you grow and hopefully you're changing and taking that information. And, and that's the issue because by the time we get to this age, we're looking at people going, have you done the work? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I, this is also a big part of the dating piece is have you done the work? Because there's yes. a lot of folks that are our age that have not done, done the work. Done the work, baby. You've got to do the work. Hard. The work has got to happen. And, and when we say the work, it's emotional. It's like facing. I'm sorry. You cannot get to 38 or to 40 or to 45 without some pain. And if you haven't faced it and done the work, you are going to repeat this to other people. And I am someone who does the work. And you are someone who does the work. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. And and so by the time you're our age, we're looking at people who we've been through something. Mm-hmm. So did you face it? Did you run from it? What did you do with it? And that to me is more is more of a, the of the atta- attraction. Yes. I, that was not yes. there when I was 30. You just hit it on the head because I hadn't really ever been able to verse it before. But that's exactly right. Is have you been able to face that? And it, it's that emotional intelligence, I think, that now becomes really attractive. Mm-hmm. Because 
I'm sure you have too. You, you go through some strong emotions. You sit with yourself in uncomfortable times and you just have to sit with those uncomfortable emotions that you can't fix. You can't do anything about mm-hmm. and you have to just acknowledge it and realize it and like, okay, so I've dealt with that. I've had to experience that trauma. How do I take this step forward and move along in my life, maintain a healthy, positive relationship with myself, with others, and still understand that that happened and that has impacted me in some way. How do you move forward with that? And to hear another individual. Yeah. Um, um, right. And we're both, het- I want to say we're both heterosexual. So I don't think that that doesn't span the gender, sexual, the sexual orientations. I, I think it's absolutely across the board. I want to put that out there. I don't think I've told you. I'm mostly heterosexual. Oh, you didn't tell me that. No, I didn't. I, it's I, not I something. Really, how do you mean mostly heterosexual? You either. Yeah. I well, mean, I mean, I feel like, <laughs> so I feel like it's bi? a sunset. Well, sure. Sure. It's been a long time so since I've been a- with a woman. Okay. But I like boobies. <laughs> Can I say that on radio? I don't know, but you just did. No, so I totally did it. <laughs> um, and I, I, I think the female form is absolutely beautiful, and I have such a strong appreciation for it. And I am one of those gross fifteen-year-olds that's like, oh. <laughs> if I see a beautiful woman, if I think, and I happen to think a voluptuous woman, any woman that has. Any sort of thickness to them is just absolutely gorgeous. And so um, I have an appreciation for that. However, again, going back to me being super awkward, I don't know how to approach women. I sure as heck don't. Well, I don't know how to approach men, but I sure as heck don't. Women intimidate me, if that makes any sense. So I'm. Oh yes, I'm like. Ooh, you're strong. You're like. You know what you want. You're so you get gorgeous. All like, you get all. Like, I get <laughs> super like hot and flushed and. <laughs> I think that's sweet. Like I don't know if that's is that intimidation or just like you just get like awestruck. Oh, like, maybe awestruck. Awestruck. I, I don't awkward know why. Struck. I, I, know, I totally lean away from that word intimidated. I don't know why I do. It could be intimidation. I don't want. Well, to Well, I feel you, like there's a negative connotation, and it's almost like an aggressive. A, it's, it has an aggressive connotation, and that's not. I don't. I don't think it's an intent for folks. I don't I, think so. Maybe not. I don't know. But again, it's what I interpret. So then that speaks to me and what how I see and feel things. So, yeah. Intimidation makes me feel like you're, that person's bigger than you are. Yeah. Yeah. If that's I how guess, that yeah. works. But I, I, we're totally like going up. Yeah, but, we are. Okay. But this is so, us. No, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you're on my show. Welcome. I love it. Yeah. Um, so, so, okay. So get to back what you were saying. The, yeah. heter- uh, the, the whole we're, like spectrum I don't want to say that what we're talking about is we are hetero. And so I want to say that I'm talking about a man, but I don't want anyone out here listening to us thinking that I don't understand and respect the idea that this could be for women and women. It could be for whatever spectrum that you have. And it, I love it all. It's not any one particular. It's not. I think it's really emotional. Emo- I think it's human emotions. Um, You're dealing pain. with two people or three or five people. Relationship. Yes. Yes. I mean, it- which we had a great conversation about that last night. I'd just like to say, Aisha and I checked in last night briefly about this show just to, briefly, you know, for like three hours. <laughs> I was just going to say it was brief, but we ended up having like a two hour. It was two hours. I checked it on my phone. We ended up talking for two hours about this. So we have, please continue. That's all. That's all you have to say. No, what, <laughs> no, what you're saying is right because this, this is a very, the subject is very, um, it's universal. And I don't think it ha- even happens to do with necessarily romantic relationships, although that's what we were talking about. Yes. Um, generally, I think, um, I mean, I think about relationships that I have at work and relationships that I've had um, uh, in my past uh, employments or people I've gone to school with. And th- there's a level of like, um, there is a level of in- emotional, emotional intelligence for me is so key. Like it's so, it's like the key. And people are like, oh, what's your, what's your body type? What's your, like you have a type of dude or you have a type. And I'm going, do I have a type of guy? And I think I look at my exes and I'm like, I think all of them, what they all have in in common is they're all funny. They're all oh. good personalities. In turn, like everyone loved to be around all of my exes. They all thought they were all really nice, good, funny people. And um, that is something I probably have in common. Their looks, none of them are all, they're not all tall. They're not all muscly. They're not all, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it was, it comes down to personality and character for me. Uh, that personality part was, they're always easy to talk to, funny you know, the effortlessness of the it all. The effortlessness of the connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as you get older, you want to start getting more deep. You want to start having those in-depth conversations. So you're saying like you're, you're feeling awkward. I don't think that I'm awkward with men or women. I think I talk pretty easily, but what I, what I do, and I think I may scare folks off is because I go deep quick. Cause I don't want to, I don't really care. To You're know. not the only one. I'm, I want to know everything about you and I want to know what makes you tick and what, 
What brings your soul to life? That I want to know. I want to know that. Run from us, dear. <laughs> that could be. If any that men want to chime in on this, that, that might be why. Better men want to chime in on this. That you know. But I think it it brings excitement and joy, and it's like sparkles, and you get to know the ins and outs. And I think that's a piece of it is if you don't know yourself yeah. enough to say. So, okay, let's hypothetically, we jump in deep together okay. and we're talking and you're like, let's go here. Let's go here. I want to, I want to know this about you. And I'm like, Ugh. that is preventing us from having a really deep connection. Mm-hmm. And so that's off putting for you. Cause right. you're like, yeah, someone who's not an open book who, who, okay. So there's lots of people who want, you know how you look at people and we're going back to online dating and they say, I love jazz. I love to, I love to, like, um. I love jazz. Right? I love to, like, long walks on the beach. Oh, (laughs) the colloquial Eugene, Oregon, or any Pacific Northwest, they have, I love hiking, and I love camping, and I love dogs. I'm outdoorsy. I'm outdoorsy. (laughs) But really, I'm, like, watching Netflix in my bed with my dog. Every day. Every day. (laughs) So you don't, so the real, that's that's the test, right? Like, Mm because you said it's your best self out there. So you meet someone. And immediately, you know, um, I don't, it, it's what, it's, it's very intuitive for me. Like I don't have, I'm meeting someone and we can talk, right? If I, if you say on your profile, I'm an open book and I'm sitting here interviewing you, you are not an open book, right? It's, it's over. It's a give and take. It's, it's a, it's what we're doing here. This is a give and take. This is in my <laughs> mind, how it should be is. You're interested in me and getting to know me. I'm interested in you and getting to know you. And we're having those exchanges and it's a constant it's a back curiosity. and forth. Ah, thank you. Yes. Curiosity. So what Where happened is to that? that? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the curiosity, people? Samesies. Samesies. What happened to the curiosity? And I would also like to say that there's a bit of magic in here. And when you have a curiosity, you treat it almost like you're youthful. There's a youthful curiosity where yeah. you get excited and it, you're like a kid and you walk into, do you remember? I can say, it cause it's not in business. Farrell's ice cream. Store. Yeah, girl. Okay. When you walked in and your eyes got huge and you're like, Oh, the ice cream is as tall as you are. It's like an old school ice cream parlor back in the day. And it, yeah, they had candy and ice cream. I just remember like even the colors on the wall, like everything about it was magic and it was all good. And so I think there comes for me. I get excited when I meet somebody new and there's this curiosity and there's this magic about it of like, oh my gosh, who are you? What are you about? This comes, this is what comes to mind when you say that to me. You are a healed person. And even if you're not a hundred percent healed, you are working actively on healing. And can acknowledge. And can acknowledge your scars and you acknowledge your pain. So I feel like there's an issue with mental health. And I say mental health, meaning like we don't have to get in depth and in, like into the depths, depths of mental health. But I think that people here, not here, just in general, human beings have um, a fear of being alone. And I feel like sometimes you run yeah. into people who are not ready for that. They're not ready for connection. They want connection and they are pulling people into the realms of their lives when they are not ready to actually be a partner to someone that's a succubus someone who needs someone to suck their energy so that they can live their lives and it doesn't come off that gross you know but when you when you get to understand where you're like i'm curious i'm fun because you're showing up you showed up a hundred percent person like it's not a need i'm not having you and i don't need you to fill something in my world you know there's another thing too and i was actually thinking strongly about this is that strongly i was thinking strongly about this (laughs) uh that that was so ridiculous oh if you guys are not watching on facebook live she told a straight up flex move Uh, okay (laughs) (laughs) so uh Ah, uh, oh, okay. So age, age, I don't have any children and I don't have a partner right now. And, um, I haven't for a long time. Yeah. And there are certain things that society says you have to have by certain ages otherwise. Mm. And so there's like these hard and strict rules <clears throat> around things. And so right. you start feeling as an individual in our society, like, oh my gosh, I'm not good enough. I'm don't have this. I'm not. I have driving in life. Yeah. And so I can absolutely see. And there are some biological factors in the fact of like having children young makes a lot of difference for a lot of folks. It makes things easier and you mm-hmm. get to see the generations play out. And that is a beautiful thing. Right. 
But finding somebody for me, finding somebody who is an equal partner and a best friend, that is first and foremost. I don't necessarily care about getting married. It would be cool, but it's not my, you know, it's not my thing. And children are not like, I have to have children right now. I, if they are a product of love and a very wonderful relationship, mm-hmm. then that is awesome. But I think a lot of folks, because they want these specific things, have to make decisions early on to find a partner to do these things with. And it may not be that perfect fit that they're wanting or thinking of. Like I was thinking about it because there's, sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're great. No, I think you're doing fine. I, I was just thinking about the idea that like that, that, so that what you brought up, the social, the sociological expectation of of what is right and what is wrong in, uh, in your life as a woman, um, having children, whether you have them late, whether you have them early, whether you have a partner, whether you don't have a partner and all of a sudden one of those things are good and one of those things are bad, which is all BS um, a lot of microaggressions being a woman, regardless of your sexual orientation exactly. that you experience when it comes to reproductive factors and um, partnership. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that when it comes down to when you're meeting someone and let's say you are a young mom, you know, all of a sudden um, you you've taken on this this idea that there's less value to you. No, thank you. That's peppermint. It's, it's, <laughs> uh, you know, that it's less that there's less value. Uh, to you and then you start to internalize that and these are the scars that you're carrying on as you get older and let's say you for whatever reason you're not uh, partnered up and I don't want to even think of marriage I've been married twice and I think both of them as lovely as the relationships were at the time they were both not what I should have been doing um, I should have never been I'm not a, I don't I'm not that role I don't play that role well it doesn't fit my personality it doesn't it's not that the traditional role of wife and man and wife that traditionalist stuff does not work for me but I also come from a family where my parents were married have been married 54 years That's my amazing. I, yeah my both of my brothers who are married have been married 25 plus years or more go away you said family right like and then uh, and I'm the only one who's been divorced <laughs> no no no. but let's talk but about like, this no, let's talk yeah. about this so your first marriage may I ask so what was the driving factor for you with that partner and <laughs> Girl, in that marriage we were we were babes okay yeah. and, and I say babes like I got married on my 21st birthday <gasps> oh you were little we were babes right oh. and we were divorced by 24 Okay. So, but the the reason why is because we were doing grown up stuff when we were not grown up, and we were trying to figure this out. We tried to say we had a kid together because I had my son who I love. Hey, Quentin. Um, (laughs) We had uh, my son uh, when I was eighteen, and so um, and I I finished school and I did all the stuff I needed to do. Had him with my then boyfriend. And then we were like, well, we have a kid. Literally, that's how he proposed. Well, we have a kid together. I mean, we've been together this long. We should just get married. I was like, okay. Like, you know, that's how that went. But right? this is, this is actually pretty common, I think, for a lot of folks. Yes, that is okay. exactly. The, the fairy tale is, it's not real, y'all. So, um, so basically we, we did that and, um, we got married and quickly did not understand what it meant. We didn't understand what that level of partnership was looked like for either one of us. I didn't have the emotional intelligence to take on his issues and he definitely did not have the capacity to take on mine. We couldn't support each other the way a marriage requires. I am not what he expected as a wife. I'm not that traditional. I will not be cooking you dinner when I come home from work. It won't happen. <laughs> you will be hungry, right? You may get a burrito. You will if not I... get a burrito. <laughs> Do not ask me for a burrito when I come home from work. I am not doing it. Like, I am not that woman. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> now, if I'm driving past burrito That's board, what I was going to okay. say. That was my thought process. Okay. Let's just be clear. If okay. I happen to want to have enough if money I'm... to get you a burrito and me a burrito, I'm you might driving... get a burrito. <laughs> you will get a burrito if I'm passing burrito void. Absolutely. I will always think about you that way. <laughs> of course. That's love. Never... That's real love. I know. I would never come home with burrito void without some for you too. <laughs> but I might I'm... if I don't have enough money and it's just for me, but you can have a bite. <laughs> <laughs> but see, so, so those roles, those roles for me, um, it just doesn't work. I mean, the expectation. That's what okay. it, it's the expectation. Like, if you're expecting me, I'm just not gonna. Like, I, I'm that person. I'm super princessy when it comes to that kind of thing. Like, I, I don't think that's princessy. I think, I think that there are things and people, like, there's these boxes in my mind. There's little boxes. Yes. And when you get put in a box that is not the right box for you exactly. or just does not describe you and it your soul fit. and how you feel, yeah. like, 
no, mail it off. So I'm currently dating someone who, uh, uh, I know her. Okay, first of all. (laughs) First of all, let's correct that. All right. uh, I'm going to say we're kind of sort of doing something like dating. And the reason why I say this is because I want to, I want to talk about how the dating scene has changed where, um, that traditional role really isn't expected anymore. And it's become something that I'm like, what do we do with oh, this? Oh, yes. Let's like, talk about this. Right? And like yes. the open dating, the polyamorous, which I don't really understand that well. Um, I kind of get it, but I'm confused about how it works. You know, I, there's some things that there are no, uh, we've shifted and are, well, I guess in the process of shifting from traditional dating, man, wife, yeah, get married or, you know, you get married. Men, woman, whatever, to now, um, gender identities are shifting and changing. Yes. Relationships are shifting and changing, yes. and it doesn't have to have a title, and it can be whatever you want it to be, and it might involve multiple people. Right, and I love that. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how. Like, <laughs> and because I have been raised, like I said, my parents, two parent household, black family, fifty four years, and in a culture that's told you as such, my culture does not play, you know, uh, with with the other options. They they're learning. We're learning, right? I am all for it. I'm a hundred percent there. Same. So yeah. And so when I am dating now that I have this dude that I'm dating, I don't know that he really knows either. I think he's trying it just like I'm trying it, but like kind of open and which means he d- sees other people and I see other people. Uh, although I'm not seeing someone else. I feel like I should be seeing other people, but I like, I try and I don't Like I've got a plate. I'm at a buffet. I, I got a little of this. I don't know. I feel like I need to get more. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> Uh, where do I go? Okay, you know, so, so it's kind of like... Um, Where's the cake table? Where's the cake table, right? <laughs> so I'm trying to figure it out because he, he's probably one of the most supportive people, meaning that, like, I can just be me with no expectation of what it looks like to him, which is exactly what I want. So I that- don't want anyone looking at me like, like they're half. Because I, you should be whole when I meet you. Like, right? And I am. <laughs> so I don't want you to be my other half, actually. I want you to be a whole... Me and my friend, Cassie, shout out. A whole donut. <laughs> a whole donut! <laughs> We're talking about that. Like, uh, with the hole in it? No, or the just whole, the donut? Uh, we'll have to explain it. Okay, I'll have to, I'm, I'm not going to take that. it from Cassie, because that's our thing. Like, it's an inside joke. But okay. the whole thing is, like, you get this thing, and you always get, like, the leftovers, and they're, like, broken up, and blah, blah, oh, yeah, and, like, no. we want the whole, the whole thing. The whole but thing. But this is a good segue, and topping onto uh, the self-care piece, and so yes. your journey, yeah. Aisha's journey in this, yeah. and figuring this out, and also, how do you maintain your self-care in this dating culture now, today? That's exactly, we were talking about this, and yes, it's a little tricky, a little trick, trick. Um, <laughs> it's hard, because you, you, when you've been taught a, a certain way of dealing with people like you've been taught an expectation of behavior you've been taught that like um you know about this cheating culture in this in this respect in this like the, you get to define those things for you not the cheating part but the, ref- <laughs> the <laughs> that is what it is but the, um, the uh the definition of like what might what respect looks like for what i want in a relationship what my boundaries are boundaries in a relationship for me is is uh, not just for me but for people i think is underestimated. I don't think people understand how much healthy boundaries for everyday life is absolutely essential. Find yours, set them now, learn them, and they can shift and evolve with yes, you. Absolutely will. But know them enough to know that that other person is respecting them or if right. they're not. And if they're not, they're not respecting you. And that's a huge flag and right there. And you have there. to actually know what you're going to do when that boundary has been crossed. Yeah. Oh, that's like, a good point. Yeah. People are like, oh, he crossed it. What, what do I do now? What do you feel? What is real for you? Because as soon as you don't respect your own boundary, now you're compromising your own self, which is not fair for you. And you will regret it and resent it later. And it's not fair for them because they then don't understand where you are. No, things go nothing but bad and downhill from there. Downhill from there. And it doesn't have to be next week. It could be downhill from there two years, a kid later. And it didn't work. It's just not, it's just not healthy. So boundaries are super, super important. So I think... In this new dating world, um, the children <laughs> are doing <laughs> such a good job of stating where they are. They're doing. I'm impressed when I talk to like 26 year olds, and they're like, um, "He does this, and he does that, or she does this, and or my life partner does that." And I'm just, I just don't. I'm just that's their life, and this is my life, and I'm going, what? Like you guys can separately do this thing, and it's and it's like 
you're not, there's no judgment, there's no pull, there's no expectation. Like you guys are able to, and then still see each That's other. That's evolution in itself right yeah. there, because I've heard one of our mutual friends is little, mm-hmm. uh, who's a teenager talk about it in that similar way right. is that it's just this really confident knowing of those strong boundaries. And man, I wish we had learned those early on. I it, wish I had learned them early on. It's an evolution of sexuality too. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, the, you're like, I'm a little, you know, I'm, I'm a little hetero, but I, I understand that. Like I can now say that I know what you mean. When I look at bodies. Heteroflexible. Heteroflexible. <laughs> I like that. Heteroflexible. I look at people's bodies and I, and I've definitely seen, my mom used to tell me this all the time. She's like, I always wanted a big booty. Like, yeah, she's like, they're just so cute and juicy. And I'm like, that's what she would say. And I, I would be like, what? <laughs> what did I say, mom? But now I, I know exactly what she means. I can look at a beautiful woman and be like, oh my God, look at her skin. Like, it is not in a way An where appreciation. It's, it's a beautiful appreciation. appreciation. Uh, it doesn't turn me on, like, physically. Like, I'm not, like I do with a dude where I'm like, wow, look at his shoulders. It's not. So I know that shoulders. I don't have that sexual thing. <laughs> But, the, girl, you know how I feel about the shoulders. The shoulders in the back. Okay, let me digress. But anyway, so, so, um, so basically, it's like one of those things where you're able to be open and there's the options to be yourself are not A and B anymore. No, you're authentic and it it's like choose your own adventure. It doesn't have to go one specific way. It, it can go... That gut feeling, go with that. Go, go with, with how with you're that. feeling. Yeah, you got people having children at 40, you know, 42. I cannot, I cannot sign on to that, but, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, you got people who are having kids at 18. You got, you got people who don't have kids at all. You've got, uh, partners, like you said, multiple partners. You've got same sex partners. You've got, uh, trans partners. You've got, and I love it all because now look at the mm-hmm. spectrum. Look at it's the beautiful. Choices. Look at all of this, right? Like it's actually loving yourself and then seeing what comes of that and it, there's like a it's just a huge like bouquet of colors it really is yes. and i'm glad you said it like that because I, that's what i envision in my mind it's like a oh. hall it's all of a sudden we've opened these doors to these new opportunities and these new ways of thinking and it's it is it's beautiful because the possibilities are endless and yeah. You know, I, I would love to see the statistics on this actually, because you hear things like the divorce rate, 50%. Okay. But how many people are actually getting married these days? And I know plenty of people that are married. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, how many are not choosing to get married, but are still absolutely very much in love with their best friend and they've been together 10, 20, 30 years? Yeah. Yeah. It's true. I know. I, and I don't know. I mean, I do know people getting married and I think, I think tradition is great if that's your thing. The whole Heck yeah. thing is, is like, don't push everyone into that tradition. It's not cool. It's or not don't the push thing. yourself into that tradition. If it's don't, not for it you. There it is. If that's it's... it. Don't push. <laughs> no, it is. It's like, I wish I had like a ding dong. Ding dong. Don't push yourself into what other people's expectation and tradition is about. Mm-mm. That's what I think those two divorces I had were about. Like I, I was trying to do something I thought I should be doing. Like I have kids. I should marry their dad. Like I have, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a woman who's successful in her career. I should be married. Like those things were in my head. And Oh, they're still in my head, even though I try to quiet them. They still come up. Girl, dating this guy, I literally like, he, he's amazing. And he's telling me, he's like, oh, I, you know, I met this person and I'm going, what? And I'm like, oh, wait, it doesn't, wait, wait, that's not how. Okay. Does not compute. Open up. Open up. Like, I'm like, open up. I'm supposed to be dating people too. Go, go, go. (laughs) But it's, but it's never disrespectful. Well, let's come back to that real quick. Okay. The, the, you feel like you all of a sudden need to go out too. Is that, how are you doing with that? No, I, it's, it's a, it's me checking my tradition. (laughs) Oh, okay. It's it's the reflex. It's the reflex. And because that's not fulfilling for me. And I, I'm, what I'm learning is to respect other people's adventures and lives separate from my own where I don't have to be responsible for it about it or around it like that's my journey so ladies and gentlemen I would just like to say if you heard that (laughs) she's actively working and thinking and growing and uh, practicing self-care in inter introspection oh did I use that word (laughs) (laughs) so this is, this is all about being the intuitive piece that we we're talking about, that strong woman piece. That's what this is, is yeah. Aisha acknowledging something about herself that might be uncomfortable, but she's like, ooh, but let me challenge my thoughts on that. Yeah. Let me think about that. That's exactly what I'm, what I, what I'm doing. It's exactly what I'm requesting. Like, I'm like, how much of the work 
are you doing? And I, and it's people like, Oh, are you like, are you second guessing yourself? Are you, is that really, are you fighting against something? No, I'm, what I'm doing is literally like what you said. I'm checking my response. I'm checking my reflex. I'm going, let's not, re- let's not react. Let's respond. Right. And that, (laughs) and I think that's, I mean, I think that's super exactly what you need to have to get that, to get that done. Like you need to be able to take a step back and be like, what, what does this mean? Um, in my journey, I, and you know, that people go, well, do you want a relationship with him? No, I, I don't want the commitment. I don't like right now. I just don't want a commitment. And I haven't wanted one for years after my last, my divorce, I knew, I was like, I'm not doing this like I want to do it. I'm doing, and so now I'm going to do it like I want to do it. Authentically, the Authentically. way you wanted. Yeah. And not having anybody tell you how it should be. Yeah. Now, how are you in that journey? Uh, <laughs> well, you know, there's times when I think about it and I think, Am I doing this right? Am I doing what I need to do for me authentically? Because I actually have temper tantrums with myself where (laughs) you and I have talked about this. Um, As I have grown older, there are things that I want more. Mm -hmm. um, And those happen to be physical things. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to be tactful about this. You're doing great. (laughs) And so there are days when I'm just like, I don't care who you are. I think we should just get together for a brief intimate encounter and call it good just so I can have a basic need met. Um, But the reality is I have done that and that was fun. Yeah. But now as I've gotten older and for what I want, I want a true partnership. I, I want a best friend. I want my partner. Um, And I'm even open to whoever that is. I'm not, you know, you could be a trans man. You could be a woman. You could be a man. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm open to that. Mm -hmm. It's I I don't think you have to come into one package. Okay. Um, I do like male things. Right. But, you know, that can... There's there's prosthetics for that. You're flexible. (laughs) I am flexible. (laughs) So uh, I think what I want more than anything is somebody who's in tune with themselves enough um, is able to bring into a partnership. I am super blessed to have so many amazing people in my world. Yeah. Um, My mom, and I call her my mom, and I say that because she's not my biological mom, but she's very much my mom. Mm -hmm. Her and her husband have been together, and I'm sorry, Patty, I'm probably going to say this wrong, Um, (laughs) 20, 30 years, 30, 40 years? We'll say 40, but I don't know if Just that's right. <laughs> but they've been together for a really long time, and they're best friends. And my dad and his wife, Fred and Phyllis, they've been together for 25 years. My aunts, who I just went to Hawaii with, they've been together, they've been together, God, like almost 50 years now. Um, and they're all with their best friends. They're happy and in love. And more than anything, it's not about the marriage piece. It's about being with your best friend and seeing how that dynamic works and sharing a life together. And I have decided that I do not and will not. And I think dating really screws me up in this. But I'm not going to settle for anything less than I'm not going to date or have a boyfriend or a girlfriend just to have one. If I don't think we have that potential. And so I consider myself single and have been for a long time. I've dated quite a few people. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't, do you, do you feel like that's a charge? Um, meaning that like to, to, is it like a requirement that you have that best friend? I mean, are you, do you feel like you're putting weight onto someone by saying, no, because in my mind, it's an organic friendship that occurs. Uh-huh. It's, and, and I'm not expecting them to give me everything and fulfill every need I that's have. What I, that's what I was going to So okay. this evening, we're actually, we have a we girlfriend are. date. We have like 10 of us so that fun. are so much fun. <laughs> then we're going to go um, see a movie. And then yesterday, I actually had a girlfriend date where we just sat on the couch and we didn't even have to talk. We just right. laid around and napped and it was freaking awesome. Right. So... There are other people in my world that fulfill a lot of other pieces, mm-hmm. and I'm very close with my friends. Very close. <laughs> Let's yeah. hope so. Yeah. And very close with my family, and um, so I get a lot of love from them. Yeah. Um, so I'm not expecting or thinking that my partner, my future partner, is going to be everything and more. And right. I hope that's not. I want them to have a healthy have a relationship life, have a, mm-hmm. with their chosen family yes. and their friends. Yes. And, um, and you don't continue have to, to have that, that autonomy. Have to have a oh, I absolutely want us to be like one giant fruit bowl of fun. Right. But I also... <laughs> <laughs> one giant fruit bowl of fun. Can you picture it? Um, <laughs> I love that. But I... You know, I want us to naturally want to organically just blend our lives together, but still have our and keep our autonomy and be able to be like, hey, I'm going to go off for a week and go do this thing with my friends. I love you. I'll be back. 
right. great. That's right. what I would love to see. And, and so, have that supported. And have that supported. Yeah. And so now we're getting close to time. You're good. Keep uh, so um, know, let's sad. just keep talking. Forever. It's forever. <laughs> so I think with the struggle that I have now is I can't have casual intimacy like I used to, which right. I, it was fun, but I need, I need to feel fulfilled and have that emotional connection with somebody now um, to be intimate. It's yeah. just, it's a natural thing that's happened and progressed as I've gotten older. Right. And so I struggle with that because I very much want that. I mean, that's a really big and important piece for me for self care is having, the physical needs met, I think that's really important. I think it's good for a lot of things for your, for your mental health, for your physical well-being. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's a super important piece. Um, and when you don't have that on the regular, you can get cranky and just, you yeah. know. No. Anyway, so I, I struggle with the intimate and feeling like I can't have both of those at the same time. Yeah. I, know. I, I don't I know if that's weird. I do think it's a mutual issue. I think it's meaning that, like, I think a lot of people... Uh, when you're transitioning between uh, your wants and needs and, and then you're starting to grow as a person and being like, this is what I really need. And it doesn't actually fit into oh. a particular box. Yeah, I'm totally jumping over you. So that self-care piece is sitting with these uncomfortable things of like, this is what I want and I want it right now. Sitting with that and yeah. being like, guess what? You can't have it right now. Right. But we're going to be an adult about that and just sit with that feeling and be like, why do you feel you need it right now? Like, right. Because that's actually the most important uh, question because it all goes it all goes back to you. And how mm-hmm. you're carrying your your story. Exactly. Yeah. And so um I don't thank you so much for thank this you conversation. For having me. I actually yeah. was thinking I'm like, we should have had like I love having you here. I feel like we should do it again with like we should I have a beautiful trans friend who I think would, would add to this conversation in such an am- amazing way. I have um someone I have a couple different people on the spectrum of the LGBTQ community that could be here. And then we have, I mean, and then there's us and then, I mean, but we could just have a whole room full of people so in here. Many. An hour is not enough time. It's not. It's not can we do time. this again? We so can do this yes. again. And I would love for you to come back again. And I hope that everyone here enjoyed the show. Um, I, we are getting down to the last two minutes and we wanted to make sure that we did not forget anybody on Facebook live. If there was any comments or questions, um, oh yes, Jenna here. We said some people who don't even know that they have a path, let alone how to stay on it. Uh, path of growth. Yeah, uh, agreed, sister. Agreed. And I think that's part of the uh, conversation we were having is that you meet people where they are. And that the, yeah. the issue is that like you need to understand no matter where you are, you, the other person has their own responsibility to be where they are. And your responsibility is to remember that you, they can only meet you at their capacity and that is theirs. You cannot change it. You cannot no. make it grow. No. You cannot, you know, you just need to understand that you are responsible for you. Exactly. And you have to keep up on yourself. You have to take care of yeah. yourself and do those healthy things that make you ready. right. And they have to do that for themselves. They do. Right. So, right. Some people don't know that on their path. They will figure it out. I don't know if it's your job to show them. That's not. It's not your job. It's, I, I was saying that facetiously. Like, <laughs> Like, no, see, I got that. Job. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's, not it's not your job. Um, I see. Uh, um, so anyway, so that's, uh, I think that's a good point to end it on. Don't you think? Beautiful. I think it's beautiful. Um, I love it. Thank you so much for listening. I'm going to um, play a little outro here and then uh, we're going to call it good. See you next week, Sunday, same time, same place. Yes. All right. Good. Night. Have a wonderful night. <laughs> I know. Good night. It's noon. I'm going to bed. I was going to say good morning. I'm going to go get in bed. How about you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much what's going to happen. <laughs> That's All happening. right. Thanks, Eugene.